0: It is the flag on the play for Monday, June 12th. It was a jam-packed weekend in sports. We got it all here for you on episode 22, doing the first of our little NFL tune-up series. We're talking about the Jets and the Dolphins in the early part, getting into those weekend winners and losers as we always do. Then the big events of the weekend, the NBA Finals, Game 3, Euro 2020, the Finals, going to Rome, UFC 264, and then the usual good stuff, hot take of the week, what we're looking forward to. Enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you then.
1: Khalil Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in. at the 32. There are six flags in the field. So every one of the officials threw their, their
2: flag and Look at Pete Marlowe. He's got a smile on his face.
1: Rock and rollin'.
0: It is Monday, July 12th, it's the Flag on the Play podcast, I'm your host Phil, joining me as always after a great weekend of sports, it's the big pride of Serbia today, it's Alex, how's it going? Yeah,
3: uh, it's going great, I think these are our sports hangover voices, I think that's officially we can call that, Uh, watched a gross amount of sports, but wouldn't want it
0: any other way so got a lot to dive into this episode i'm excited absolutely our next guest he's over there he's wearing a raptors t-shirt and a blue jays hat so one for two there one for two it's owen how's it going
2: it's going good i agree with alex we're trying to like watch as much as we can because it's about to get tough it's we're in the we're in right on the edge of the dog days here yeah
0: the cliff is coming up and we're right on it and it's about to
2: dip it's starting one tomorrow yeah Yeah.
3: we really tried to enjoy this squeeze every moment out of it because we know it's going to get thin from here on out yes you know
0: i liked how the weather got kind of cold too so let me stay in (laughs) watch watch (laughs) these events yeah
3: (laughs) i was like keep raining because now i have a real good
0: reason to stay in yes exactly it's episode 22 uh, I've got a couple famous 22s I can read to the Let's boys. Hear. We've obviously got the legends. You know, Emmett Smith, yep. Clayton Kershaw, Clyde Drexler, Moses Malone, Elgin Baylor, Brett Hull. But my favorite 22s ever, the first one is Andrew McCutcheon. And I'm talking Pirates Andrew McCutcheon yeah. when he had the Dress. Cut- oh, yeah. Cut. He was one of the sickest yeah. players in the majors. He was so big fast. Time. Big bat. Kind of tailed off the end. But Pirates McCutcheon was a legend. And second, I got Tiago Splitter because he won a ring with the Spurs. You know, he was was a grinder. That's
3: big. That's big. Uh, McCutcheon played with Russell Martin. Hey, those are some of his good years, I believe. Yeah, that's right. That was Mm -hmm. good. I remember watching that one nice wild card game they had with San Francisco. Yeah. Back in like 2013-14. Good game. I (laughs) talked to a
0: Pittsburgh guy from Pittsburgh once recently, and he said, he's like in his 40s, and he said, the best sporting event he ever attended was that game because he yeah, said I it believe, was the game yeah. that they were chanting Cueto, Cueto, oh, and yeah, then he yeah. dropped the
2: ball. Oh, do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I yeah. do. And Liriano was pitching. Yeah. yeah. And then Russell Martin hit two out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So
3: shout the out Cutch,
0: 22, for sure.
3: All right, so uh, I got 122 here, maybe arguably the greatest Raptor of all time, Patrick McCall. McCaw. Uh, <laughs> so uh, two chips with Golden State, and then brought one to Toronto. Yeah. Many say he's the reason why Toronto won and Golden State's, and he's the reason behind Golden State's success. So three rings. Doesn't have a contract right now. But that's fine. When you win three rings, that's kind of like, what else are you really competing for? There's no real reason to play in the NBA anymore. You've you've done all you need. So. Yeah,
0: you could say hat trick, McCall. Yeah, that's
2: yeah.
3: what you yeah. could exactly.
0: say.
2: Exactly. So yeah, and we got here on the on the Blue Jays side of things. We got the famous Josh Tolley.
1: I don't know if you guys remember
2: Josh Tolley. R.A. Dickers, Dickie's personal catcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was batting 140 like every year. But <laughs> he was needed him. <laughs> he was really tough. But I always thought the best gig in sports would be like a per to be like a personal catcher for like a pitcher like yeah. david ross you're batting like 101
0: like Nito on yeah. the mets who catches the Grom. <laughs> yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's batting it.
2: like one, 110 maybe on a good day good season you're just like staying in there yeah. Every, yeah every five days yeah yeah it's nice
0: it's a good job to have yeah we got the nfl update a quick nfl update not much going on but the washington football team their president jason wright he told the washington post that a new name and logo is coming in early 2022 so they're gonna wow. play this season under the football team okay. name, and then they're gonna change it up. I kind of like the football team. I think we I all like do. it too. So yeah. before GTA Six, hopefully yeah. <laughs> before GTA Six, it's coming. Yeah. They're keeping the burgundy and gold though, which is clutch because right. those are the, like some of the best colors in the league. Yeah. One, two. According to a list of names they sent out to season ticket holders a few months back, they sent out 37 possible names. Oh my I'm god! I'm not going through 37, no. <laughs> but I picked some highlights here. You uh-huh. just tell me if it's a hit or if it's a miss. Okay? Yeah. Washington Ambassadors. Miss.
1: Miss.
0: (laughs) Washington Commanders.
2: Mm, I'm going to go Miss. Yeah, me too.
0: Washington Demon Cats.
3: That's, that's a, a minor league baseball team. Yeah,
0: that that's a single A right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a mess. <laughs> I kind of like this one because of the jokes you could make. I doubt they'll choose it. Washington Griffins, like Robert Griffin. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, it's a hit. You'll yeah. low key, like a sneaky hit. It'd be yeah. fire if they just made Robert Griffin the, like they just leaned into that part of it. Made him yeah. like the logo.
0: That's a loud single. Yeah. That's qu- hitting the wall and coming yeah. right back to the field <laughs> and <laughs> holding it in.
3: I see like. At, like they encourage him to retire and they immediately hire him in like a player development role yeah. just yeah. get him a job right yeah. away
0: if he doesn't go announcing like this best auditions ever yeah so. yeah Washington Red Tails
3: I like this one
1: that's a slap I point. like this one decent yeah yeah it's a hit
0: Washington Red Wolves I like Wolves I'm a big
2: Wolf guy so I'm gonna
0: go hit for me
2: I'm with you. Uh, it's a little bit of a miss. I'm not not a huge fan of it.
0: Washington Red Hogs. I kind of like that one because, of course, they have the history with the uh-huh. pig with the pig nose. Yeah, there you go. The Hogs. Yeah. I'm down yeah. with that. And you keep the red name in there. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I
2: like it. I'm thinking like Arizona or sorry Arkansas type beat. Yeah, that. Arkansas yeah. type
0: beat. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, Washington Warriors. No. Yeah. yeah no. no. That's that's no. too generic. Stealing my whole flow. Yeah. yeah. And this is the most absurd option, but it, it, it <laughs> capital city football club.
3: That's a home run. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. That's a home <laughs> run. That's yeah. a second deck home run. That's into the water in 18T Park. Yeah. 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 And so I'm diving more time. For it. The kayaks yeah. are going. <laughs>
3: yeah. Capital City Football Club. Football Club. That's yeah. unbelievable. So they watched a lot of Euros. Uh-huh. And what they've watched a lot of Prem and yeah. so yeah, they're trying to get in on that.
0: They're in. They're in. Yeah. they're in. Yeah. That drama queen Aaron Rodgers. He's uh been at it full force the last couple of weeks. We haven't really touched it cuz what are you going to say? <sighs> he's just literally a drama yeah. queen. Uh, he started out, if you missed the last couple weeks, he was continuously saying, I don't know, we'll see, when he was being asked about his future with the Packers and his like golf match contest yeah. event thing, whatever that's called. Yeah. And now he said, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of this next week and then I'm going to get back to working out and figuring things out in the next couple weeks, mm-hmm. Aaron. Maybe figure things out a month ago, man. Yeah. First of all, step one: cut your hair. Uh, I don't know yeah, what he's exactly do. He's got yeah. the ponytail going all it's of a sudden. Not a good it's look. It's
2: midlife crisis
3: type. It, yeah.
2: It's a tough. real midlife crisis <laughs> yeah. type beat. It's yeah.
0: tough. But did you see that bomb he threw into the ocean yeah. the other day? <laughs> Holy, Holy cow! I
2: forgot. You don't. You don't like big, strong like. Strong arm guys, you, you talk about like Cutler. You don't really talk about like Aaron Rodgers, but it's nuts. If yeah. anybody didn't see it, it was
0: Slingy. like a 80-yard bomb into the ocean. Yeah. Like it was a Probably rope. knocked the shark out or something. Yeah. Some <laughs> did damage to the wildlife in yeah. the <laughs> Marines. Yeah, he took it out. I, I only brought this up to ask a question. Do you think he's actually going to be on the Packers in week one or do you think he's not going to be? Because I'm starting to think that this is all going to end in the Packers saying, all right, like right, don't play or play for us.
3: I just I don't see him like suiting up for the Packers. I feel like he's the type he'd just retire, just be like, hey,
0: that's fine. No, I'm just gonna I, go host Jeopardy because he has Jeopardy right there. Yeah, I think he likes the spotlight. He's got good football yeah. left in him. I think he's gonna be back on the Packers for one more year, and then he's. Gonna, it's like a Favre thing. He's literally doing the Favre thing. Yeah, you so?
2: the fact that he keeps like it keeps getting brought up every other week, and he's just ha- nothing's happened yet makes me think that he's loving it right now. Like he's just gonna drag it out until like the last day possible, and just force his way to like the Browns or something like that yeah, he's but he's no not even connect.
3: giving great answers though like he's just saying I don't know and yeah he's cause like, he we'll wants to, I think he keeps but like what to sick keep the person intrigue? just enjoys saying I don't know we'll see for like yeah. four months
2: probably the same sick person who grows a ponytail like you're right. 40 years old yeah. you're right you're
3: right true but you first trying new things out <laughs> but first please let him enjoy the hell out of this week yeah. Yeah. guys seriously yeah. sorry let Matt. him
0: throw all the footballs he wants in the ocean yeah, yeah. We land those bombs in the water yeah. Yeah. sorry to bring this up Aaron I'm sorry uh, it was a little smaller on the update this week, and it wasn't. There was a lot of grim stories, like that Frank Clark story. Is a, that's a yeah. no go. That Barkevius Mingo story is a real Tough. No, real no go. Yeah. So we like to keep things light around here. No need to touch on the nope. negatives. You no. know, you know, we're we're a bubbly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what yeah. we do. So what we're gonna do from here on out, we're gonna get you primed for football. We're that's about cool. nine weeks away from football, real football, not preseason. Nine weeks from Sunday today, and we're gonna go through the divisions here, two teams an episode get you all the insights you need about them i don't even want to say insight because i mean we're not really experts here but yeah. we'll call it a refresher uh, yeah the off season was so long ago you don't remember what happened last season so how yeah. about we bring you the knowledge so this is
3: like when you go into a new grade mm-hmm. in uh whether it's junior high or elementary and whatever math you learned from the year before they give you a little refresher right yeah. you just yeah. go through some yep. of the things you learned we're doing bed mass or we doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Addition, multiplication, whatever. Yeah. Just a little refresher, like Phil said.
0: It's like the first two weeks of school. Yeah. yeah. You just got to get the wheels turning again. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a slow grind. Yeah. So we gotta, we're gotta—we're going to get you there two teams at a time. That's going to build us all the way up yeah. to the week before the season, and then we'll do you know whatever yeah. we decide to do then. Yeah. Don't put the pressure on us to decide right now. <laughs> but today, AFC East, we're starting with the Jets and the Dolphins. They're the two teams with the lowest odds to win that division. The two long shots will be getting into the Patriots and the Bills. On Thursday so we're gonna get the whole AFC East in the next two we'll start with the Jets so the big three coach quarterback owner they've actually got new at all three so Zach Wilson's in Sam Darnold's out Owens nodding over there he's a big Zach Wilson supporter Robert Sala who is the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. for the Niners he's the new head coach Adam Gase he's gone an owner it was Woody Johnson but he was working as Trump's ambassador to the UK if you didn't really? know that wow. for the last four years and now he's back as controlling owner So he's back. He's been active on Twitter. I'm I'm seeing him all every time. Sick gig after sick gig. Yeah, unbelievable. Slappers. Yeah, (laughs) Trump administration (laughs) jets owner. Best two jobs in the world. I'm sure. Uh, Here's the last season recap for you. Two and fourteen. Yeah. If you recall, they started zero thirteen. They released Le'Veon Bell. They had that remarkable game against the Raiders, where yep. they pulled mm-hmm. uh, victory from the jaws of, or defeat from the jaws of victory, yep, yep, with yep. the all-out blitz on fourth and eight. Greg yeah. Williams, that's our guy. Yeah. If you if you feel like you don't know Greg
3: Williams, go check out All or Nothing Rams. You'll get to know him yeah. very well. Yes, yes. very hard stern, loud guy. Yeah. He lets you know when you make a mistake. Yeah. Oh,
0: he will, Doctor Heat. That's what <laughs> yeah. they call him. And they looked like they were going to be the team drafting Trevor Lawrence. Everybody thought the jerseys were getting printed, and then they won two in a row. They beat the Rams when they were 17-point underdogs, and then they beat the Browns the next week. But Vegas seems to see some signs of life this year. Wow, They've set the over-under at six. Most people seem to be taking the over. They're extreme long shots in the division at plus 2,000 to win the division and to make the playoffs at plus 400. They have an outside chance, you would say, one in every five is what that equates to. Outside a quarterback, they added Corey Davis and Keelan Cole for receiver. They added yep. an edge rusher. They drafted a lineman in the first round, drafted yep. a running back, drafted a receiver, didn't lose much other than Sam Darnold. Owen, you're a Zach Wilson hive. You're a believer. It's like the beehive for Beyonce. There's yep. a Zach Wilson hive, and you're the captain. Yep. Are you optimistic this year? How are you feeling?
2: <clears throat> I am optimistic. I think I've I touched on this a little bit when we were going over the draft, but uh, I like the, uh, the pieces, some of the pieces they have on offense and defense. You guys know how I feel about Zach. I think he's a legitimate stud. I think he's got a cannon. I think he's accurate. I think the kid's a winner. Yep. Wow, okay. look at that. That's a okay. cowherd All big right. three right there. Yeah. Goal. <laughs> Throws a nice football. Yeah, firm handshake. Firm handshake. Trunky. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, I like Jameson Crowder. And I'm not just saying this because he was on my fantasy team and was pretty good. But I think he's a legitimate, you know, legitimately decent slot receiver. And then you look at the line. Mackay Becton is an absolute beast. Yeah, and he's an like I he's just straight out of a lineman factory. Mm-hmm. It's actually unbelievable. And then you pair him with Elijah Vera Tucker at guard. I just think uh, I think their line is a lot better than it was, um, which is obviously good for Zach Wilson. So I think they legitimately have, you know, I think six is a good number if you're if you're Vegas. But I would definitely hit that over. Just you talking work. about the offense and even on defense, Quinn and Williams as well is, is a great player. he's yeah. demonstrated a, you know some flashes of of brilliance there.
0: Yeah, and they gave that big money to Carl Lawson too, who was pretty good. Yeah, uh, the, you know the, the, the new coach, he might be a little something. You always see a team go worst to first. I doubt it's this team, but yeah. hey, if you believe like Owen does, uh, Zach Wilson's hovering around about plus 800 for offensive rookie of the year in most books. So Seems like a good deal. If you're a betting man, it might seem like a good deal. Alex, are you as optimistic as Owen is? Uh
3: yeah you know what I think I am like uh, Joe Douglas made a lot of moves here, mm-hmm. um like Owen said Mikay Beckton, uh, ESPN put him as uh, top ten O lineman in the NFL so and like he said they they drafted for uh, Vera Tucker, um and that looked great that looks like a perfect recipe for Zach Wilson like if you're gonna have those two guys protecting you it looks looks great, uh Sulla was one of the most hyped coaches in the NFL so let's see if he can deliver, um he'll probably tune that defense up a little bit too, just. Owen, as a, as a big Zach Wilson guy, I saw that. His mom asked him to take his social media down. What do you think about yeah.
2: that? Well, I mean, I think his, his mom is not the one to be talking here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if you boys saw what she was doing like a few months ago, but it was wild. I like, did
0: not. Can you update me?
2: <sighs> okay. She's not a fan of the masks. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. This is, see where this is going to a dark place. Yeah, it's not going in a good direction here. So
0: I, I think we get the gist
3: already. Let
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, me just give a few details for the fans here. But she went to Disney World... And she just apparently they made her put on a mask to wait in line, and she went crazy oh on social my media. God. Crazy, what and she shame. took it down later. But like, whatever your name is, Mrs. Wilson, just you need to be packing it in. Okay. Don't talk to Zach ever again. Zach yeah.
3: knows what he's doing.
2: Did you see how good he was getting
3: along with all those uh, all of his teammates there at the Islander he was game? Fitting in, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, fitting in this he didn't look scared at all. One way to describe <laughs> it, yeah. Uh,
0: uh plenty of positive Zach Wilson buzz. So the the fan base is very excited to have a new quarterback. You can yes, you can feel it. It's the yearly tradition. Yeah. Every about five, six years, Jets new quarterback, fan base is excited. Sanchez, Geno Smith, Darnold, Zach Wilson. Here yeah. we are. Cool. That's been my lifetime track here. Yeah. And just quick if I
3: could add to sorry Phil. Yeah, go ahead. Um with you said it was six and a half. Yeah, six yeah, or I, six and a half. Yeah, I, I really see the Jets having a lot of ups and downs during the season. But when they do have the ups, I feel like Wilson could be electric. Like he has that cannon of an arm. He can yeah. get guys in open space and just take the top off the defense. Because I think he can make his wide receivers great. So yeah. I I think they'll for sure have an up and down season. But I think the ups will be enough to get them over six games. Yeah. It could be yeah.
2: To your point there in making his receivers great. I mean he's from BYU, which obviously isn't you know known for producing a lot of nfl talent necessarily especially at the receiver position but he had you know i think two or three receivers get drafted at least two as far as i know yeah. dax millen and somebody else so that, i mean that should say something at least about how zach wilson's able to get his receivers involved so
0: yeah, yeah. he
3: got some good weapons yeah. too and like. he gets out of the pocket quick i was watching oh, yeah, tape absolutely. before the draft like you know, he's right up there with Trevor Lawrence, too, just getting out of the pocket quick and getting off uh, throws. Yeah, he, and he I don't want to... that upside.
2: You no, know, he does. And I don't want to be too hasty with the Aaron Rodgers and, and Pat Mahomes comparisons, but as far as throwing accurately on the run, he's, yeah. you know, he's demonstrated, at least in college, that he's able to, once he gets out of the pocket, he can he can make good decisions and he can deliver the ball accurately. So well, that nasty like throw it. at the combine. Yeah. That was like an all-time throw at the yeah. combine, yeah. yeah. But if you watch his tape, he's done that. We did that all year. Yeah. He's, a, he's a special talent, I think.
0: Yes, they do. So the Jets play Carolina in Week 1. That's Darnold against his old team, obviously. They have a London game. Love the London game. In Week 5 against the Falcons. I'll be up for that. Yep. yep. Uh, One primetime game against Indianapolis. And the division opponents for them this year, the NFC South and the AFC South, which is the case for the whole division. I'll keep repeating that. But the Jets have the longest active play of drought in the NFL (sighs) at 10 years. So it's been 10 years. I think it's going to be 11, but I still... You know what? I'm going to take the over. It is a tough division, but like you said, I think he's a pretty special quarterback. I think the ups could outweigh the downs here, and it'll be up and down, and they're going to keep adding pi- pieces. I totally. think they have a couple more first-round picks coming in the door uh-huh. that aren't that aren't just their own. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to go with uh, six is the right number. Yeah, like nothing r- more though. Yeah, right around six, max like seven. Yeah, but I think they'll hit to six, which at least will get you a push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're we're optimistic on the Jets. We can write yes. that down, and I'll I'll keep track of all the overs and unders, and then we'll revisit. Visit it in January at the end of football season. Wow. Look at that. This Killer. is a podcast here, huh? Yes, Holy cow. We're cooking <laughs> with gas. Miami Dolphins, big three, all the same as last year. No more Fitzpatrick behind Tua, though. That's the only slight change there. Tua is the unquestioned number one. Brian Flores is back for his third year as head coach. Stephen Ross is still the owner. The Dolphins were actually looking pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. They had a top 10 defense that was kind of the leader of the team. They started 8 and 4. They were looking real, real good. Went on a bit of a slide. Lost to Kansas City. Won that crazy game against the Raiders right before Christmas. Might have been on Christmas. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Crazy game. That was with Fitzpatrick under center. Now, I had forgotten this. They needed to win Week 17 to make it in. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick tested positive for COVID during the week. I had forgotten that that happened. And he couldn't play Week 17. They had to go to Tua, and they got killed in Buffalo. Yeah. so it, I think the score is like yeah. 52 to 10 that's so why refreshers something. are important once yeah. again reminding the fans exactly first two weeks of school get those wheels turning so they finished 10 and 6 this year Vegas is seemingly putting them around the same number the over-under is set for 9 or 9.5 depending on where you're looking they're sitting at plus 300 to win their division so 1 in every 4 and about plus 120 to make the playoffs more or less even they had a pretty active offseason as far as getting playmakers for Tua they added Will Fuller who is yeah. still suspended for the first 4 games I think that is and they drafted Jalen Waddle fifth. They actually have two offensive coordinators. They have two guys sharing. Wow. So they made a change there. Yeah. So Tua's got a couple guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, they added Jacoby Brissett to back him up. They lost some defensive players, Shaq Lawson and Kyle Van Noy. But basically everybody they lost, they replaced a guy. They signed mm-hmm. a similar veteran player. And they drafted a pass rusher in the first round and a free safety in the second round. Pretty up and down depending on how you believe in Tua. That seems to be the consensus here. People really, really like Tua and think Miami's you know, got a good staff, obviously. I think if the quarterback shows up, they're going to be a good team. A lot of people. A little bit on the negative side with Tua. I would place myself in a bit of a doubter camp. But where do you guys place yourselves, Alex?
3: Um, I think he needs to prove himself still. Uh, I know he came off that devastating hip injury, and that was tough to come back from. Uh, he sat behind uh, Fitzpatrick for a year and kind of got to see how, how the plays went with the Dolphins and got to got to be more familiar. And then <clears throat> he came in, and he didn't wow Anybody? Uh, he, he wasn't horrible, but I think he was maybe a little bit of below average. But like you said, they, they brought some offensive help. Uh, Will Fuller, definitely. Uh, Gesicki's going to be there for them. Uh, Devontae Parker. And uh, they drafted Jalen Waddle. So did. I don't think there's any shortages of... Uh, like, like, there's definitely going to be help for him. And I don't think there's any uh, any more excuses for him not to succeed. I mean, you were the guy at Alabama. You were a high draft pick. Uh, they invested a lot for you. They decided not to not to trade. Uh, I, b- I believe they were going to trade for Deshaun Watson, but then they kind of stepped down from that. Yeah, once the legal e- situation. Even before, yeah, yeah even yeah. with the legal situation and stuff. But, you know, I, I think they believe in him. I, I think he's, he, he does
0: have a lot of pressure on him to prove. Yeah, they obviously had the chance to take a quarterback as they were picking right. third with the Texans' pick and chose not to. They moved back and picked up some more capital there. Yeah. Owen, are you a believer here in uh, Tua Magic or?
2: No, you? absolutely not. So wow. <laughs> you came out strong. Yeah. So I will give Tua a little bit of breathing room here. I, I was just looking at Pro Football Focus's, um, you know, their offensive line rankings because I'm a big Phil knows. I like PFF.
0: Yeah, you like the lines. You know, I do. Games are decided in the trenches.
2: Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> And they have one of the worst. They're ranked thirty out of thirty-second out of thirty-two, so not a great offensive line. But I will. I do agree with Alex in saying that. I mean, the front office has done everything they possibly can in surrounding him with weapons offensively. I mean, Devonte Parker has been a pretty solid wide receiver out of uh, Louisville. I think he's he's really good. Yeah, since the coaching solid. change, yeah. Yeah, he's he's been solid. Uh, will Fuller, we know what he can do. Um, obviously, you know, out for the first four, but when he comes back, he should be productive. And then Jalen Waddle. Um, is you know as good as you can get as a, a rookie receiver, in my opinion. I think he'll be really good.
0: And they have that pre-existing chemistry as well.
2: Right? Yeah, exactly. That's true. They played together in college, and then <clears throat> Mike Gesicki, as far as tight ends goes, is is productive. You know, he he's he's not he's not he's he's, he's solid. Mm-hmm. So I think they so they definitely have weapons. But I just I'm not a huge believer in Tua. I think it's tough to evaluate a quarterback out of Alabama just because they're surrounded with so much Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to you know it's it's really rare to have a a, a stud quarterback come out of there like we have you know quarterbacks like AJ McCarron Greg McElroy, yeah Mac Jones (laughs) Mac Jones (laughs) I mean he was
0: thrown to Calvin Ridley like yeah yeah it's not that hard when you're getting the five-star line and the five-star receivers and you got the best running back in college football behind you
2: like we contrast him with a, a prospect like Zach Wilson I mean Zach Wilson's throwing balls into windows that are a lot a lot yeah. smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Zach Wilson guy. I mean, two is throwing to wide open receivers. So is Mac Jones. You watch the tape, that's what you'll see. And I think, obviously, receiver, or quarterbacks can get better from their first year to their second year. But I, I just didn't. Usually that happens, you know, when that happens, they're inconsistent in their first year. You see, you know, glimpses of really good quarterback play. And then that's kind of coupled with a lot of turnovers and a lot of mistakes and a lot of unnecessary risks. But with Tua, what I just see is, you know, what I see, what I kind of see with other quarterbacks, other like, quote unquote, game managers, mm-hmm. where he's a pretty good decision maker, but he's not. He doesn't have the ability to push the ball down the field like another, like a, like the star quarterbacks in the NFL do. And obviously, I can be pr- pr- proven wrong. And I think if that's gonna happen, this has got to be the year because I mean, this is a put up or shut up year with the guys he has. So I just don't believe it. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah. and
0: you know. A lot of times, like you said, with those young quarterbacks, you like to see the big yeah. the big ceiling, and you like to see, you know, the floor can be low, but for what I saw from him, that game in Denver, he was brutal. And yeah, the yeah. end of the year, he was brutal. He had some horribly low lows. They had to go back to Fitzpatrick a yeah. couple times, uh-huh. and you never really saw that amazing, amazing game out of him. It was maybe the Kansas City game. I remember he was very yeah. good in that game. But Griffin even so, you know, too. Will Fuller's no guarantee to be healthy. He's always... That's out. true. And Always tearing his ACL. Yeah, they I know from fantasy football <laughs> experience. <laughs> and they don't really have much of a ground game still. I would have maybe, I don't know. And even like you said, the O lines not great. So I'm not a total believer here. I think as well. I mean, the big offseason story was he threw the five picks in the rain. You gotta, yeah. gotta you know, put some. In right, it, that wasn't hey, practice. But that's yeah. the time you to make mistakes. mistakes. You got to make mistakes. Yeah. He also grew a beard. Which yeah. was interesting. That's, That's huge. a game changer. Yeah, that is huge. Uh, quickly about the schedule, they have one. Uh, they have week one in New England. Sorry, they're late by late, late by in week fourteen. Wow. They also have a London game against the Jags, and they have two primetimes: Thursday night in Baltimore and Sunday night home for the Saints.
2: Oh, wow, mm. Sunday night! I yeah. can't remember the last time the Dolphins were Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. So Sunday those night.
0: are going to be some good ones again. AFC South and NFC South opponents. Yeah. Uh, they also, you know, the interesting thing with them is. They've positioned themselves. They have two first round picks this coming year and then two first round picks the year after. So if two is not the guy, they certainly have the capital to go get a guy, which is, you know, this organization's done a great job considering where they were two years ago. Again, that over under is set at nine. You guys thinking over or under. I personally am taking the under. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not a believer here.
3: Yeah. I'm going to take the under. And uh, I I just want to, talk about the defense here just quick too and and why if they do get close to nine i think it'll be a big reason because of their defense Mm -hmm. um last year they ranked as the sixth best scoring defense in the nfl Mm -hmm. and brian uh uh brian flores has the boys like playing like like he's a great defensive coach one of the best in the league for sure and uh, he coached with the patriots for 10 years and 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 then he went to the dolphins right so and i also found out that the Dolphins are uh, ranked as having the second most unique coverage schemes in the NFL. Really, so right behind the Rams. No shit, because McFay is just a crazy person. Yeah, and yeah throws and, all sorts And of that
0: stuff. Brandon Staley, who's now coach for the Chargers as well.
3: Exactly. So I, I don't think that means that they obviously they they don't have the best defense just because they throw a bunch of schemes. But it will be interesting that. Um, and, and he definitely got that from the Patriots too because Bill Belichick likes to throw a bunch of defensive schemes so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting it'll, it'll be a headache for the defenses it'll it'll be tough to match up because like you guys said they drafted Jalen Phillips with the pass rush in the mm-hmm. first round they yep. definitely got some defensive studs yeah, so Zavian I think Howard one of the, the bigger reasons and something that they can count on this, this
0: year will definitely be their defense yeah, yeah. and I still I think Xavier Howard is having a contract dispute I don't think he was at the first couple camps mm-hmm. but if they can get that sorted out he definitely. was obviously the league leader in interceptions last yeah, year yeah He's a big, big part of what they try to do. So hopefully they can get that sorted out for their sake. He wears yeah. the sleeves, right? Uh,
2: the long shirt? Who's the guy that wears the long shirt? That was shirt? Byron Maxwell. Byron Maxwell, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> okay, what you thinking on nine?
2: I think the defense is is really good. You mentioned Kansas City, Phil. I wouldn't, you know, obviously two have played solid in that game, but I think that was a defensive game. I think they turned Patrick Mahomes over like three or four times. It yeah. was a lo- Maybe not that many, but, you know, it, he... Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw picks like we know he doesn't throw picks and in that game he threw more than he threw I think two or two or yeah he threw a couple so it was a big game um, and you know they picked up guys like he picked up Jalen Phillips for example so I think their defense is really good Mm -hmm. I like the coverages like Alex was saying but I just don't you can't win in this league you can't win consistently in this league without a good quarterback and I just don't think Tua is that guy yeah it's not that guy so you're not that, you're not that guy. <laughs> you're not that, you're not not that guy. So if I were to, if I were a betting man on uh, the Dolphins, I would say that they're going to win seven games. That would be my pick. Look at that.
0: Good penciling yeah, in. Good. Seven and ten. Remember the 17-game yeah. the expansion. Last you know division. what? I'm actually going to flip mine. I actually am going to flip mine because we all were the same on both of those. But I, now that I'm thinking about it, I like the under on the Jets because it's a good division, and I'm going to trust the infrastructure there. You kind of sold me on the defense with the go. coverages, yeah. and I like their coach. So it's not a, not a bad thing to bet against the coach. Again, if I miss these two, I'm an idiot. I overthought because I had both sides of the fence here. But I'm going Jets under and Dolphins over.
3: All right. I like that. I like that. No, Brian Flores is a guy you'd run through a brick wall for. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's no joke as a coach. Uh, it was about time he got a head coaching job. So like I said, if, if one reason that they do get close to that nine, it'll be because the defense pulled out some big games for them.
0: Yeah. So you, to recap, you are Jets over Dolphins under right that's right and Owen you're the same Same okay all right I'll write that down make the note we'll revisit it end of the season how about that on to the weekend winners and losers as we mentioned at the top this was a jam-packed weekend in the world of sports it was fantastic we were all couch animals this weekend there's no doubt about that we were sucking in all the events taking them in so of course there's got to be two sides here there's some losers this weekend there's some winners I mean, I don't want to step on any toes here, but losers like England, winners like Italy, that type of thing. you know. That type of thing, yeah. yeah. Who wants to lead off here?
3: Uh, I guess I'll go here. Uh, so like Phil said, jam-packed weekend, a lot of fun. My first winner is the UFC. Yep. I had a phenomenal time watching the UFC. That's great. Uh, great card. Nobody roast me. First time I actually watched a full card. Front to uh, back. Front to back. Wow. And uh, they have a brand new customer who is me. Look at that. And I will occasionally be buying pay-per-views because I don't care. I want to support the economy. Respect. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's in the economy. That's yeah. right. That's right. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I have to be honest. I uh, Sometimes I'd, I'd watch the fights on YouTube just uh-huh. like the recaps. But, boy, is it not the same. No. Because... Mm-hmm. Like, the second I look away from my TV, I feel like all I'd hear was, oh, and, like, you got knocked out and all this stuff. Uh It's crazy. You got to keep your eyes glued to the TV. Mm -hmm. Watching Greg Hardy get knocked the fuck (sighs) out was a great feeling. Yeah, great feeling for everybody out there with a heart. With a heart. Great feeling that uh, Tua Taivasa guy. Uh Uh-huh absolute beast animal drinks uh beer out of people's shoes three in a row didn't three in a row let's not start another virus there let's maybe hold on with that it's a little gross but you know what
0: i was thinking about if you're the guy that's giving him your shoe in the crowd you're putting your foot back in that shoe like you have to leave in that shoe all of a sudden you got a beer sock and a wet foot i would do it I would and not. And I don't.
3: The, the shoes did not look cheap, man. Those look like some shoes that are going for hundreds yeah. on StockX. I mean, yeah, you're sitting <laughs> on the floor at UFC. They got to be pricey. Even their yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other uh, couple. Uh, I like Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley oh, and shoot, uh, that Chris O'Deal. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Is he cool? And, and he. That guy took a bunch of punches. Chris Moutinho, his face was so bloody. Those are that, some haircuts too. Okay. Oh, oh, the haircuts. The that was battle against the, the gray. Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay? Those were cool. Um, and then he posted a picture today where he's just chilling in his hotel room smoking a joint. O'Malley. Yeah. So cool guy. And then uh, and then the, and then the fight was great. McGregor and Poirier. It was a lot of beef. They didn't touch gloves or anything. Yeah. So the announcers knew it was for real. Yeah. And, it was. Uh, it was memorable. That, that oh. was
0: memorable. It was disgusting, but it was memorable at the end of the day
3: i i i saw right away that he like broke
0: his ankle not to brag i couldn't really, really tell I, in the live when he stepped yeah but i right when they cut to him on the ground i i was like one of the first people i was like oh yeah like, and yeah. Then everybody's like what are it you awing about i was
3: like hold Look on, at hold his ankle. Do you
2: think where did when did you think he broke it
0: well i was gonna ask you
3: because you gotta remind me what does checking mean like checking, checking a,
2: kick. a kick is like when you deflect it basically I right think.
3: I don't know, man, because if he, if he did end up breaking his ankle, he didn't wince
0: once when he started putting pressure on it again. I think he might have fractured been, it. initially broken it. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, He might have initially broken it when he kicked up. It looked like that one time, and it sort of like wiggled the other Fate. way. And then when he stepped, it was the clean yeah. break, obviously. I, I've obviously never
3: fought professionally or anything. So they said that when he kicked Poirier, that he didn't kick how you're supposed to. His toes... Mostly ended up kicking his leg. And then they said that when you do that, your ankle kind of separates from the bone. And then with that force, you can break it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I think I think it was on the check, to be honest. Could like, be, if you yeah. watch it slow, there's, like, it looks like something kind of goes off in the yeah. ankle there. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
3: McGregor's such a beast. A lot of fun. I'll definitely be watching that again. Uh, second winner here is Goats. Mm-hmm. So... Djokovic, my guy. Phil told me to take this and I will. Phenomenal job. 20th Grand Slam. Tied Nadal and, and Federer. Uh, I know there's big fans from both sides. A lot of Federer fans um, and a lot of Nadal fans. I, I pers- Non-biased opinion anymore because now he has the same amount of Grand Slams as, as the rest of them. But he also holds the head-to-head matchup so he's beaten them more times. Um, Going head to head. So it was great to see uh, winning that Wimbledon, and then hopefully he can go for the calendar Grand Slam, which means that he won in 2021. He won the Australian, the French, the Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open, which is coming up in September. So that was great. And that would be to take the record, would it not? And that would be to take the record in in men's all time Grand Slams for 21. So that'd be electric. That's crazy. I'd go wild for that.
0: That's some Sportsman of the Year stuff. Oh,
3: for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. He's held all four at one time but he's never won them all in the same calendar year so that'd be a big deal if he does just and just given like coming in when fetter was in his prime and the doll was in his prime how old is he again, uh he's about 32 33 so he's wow. still got years left but he's an absolute animal dude okay. like like raw plant-based diet like Like he's he's insane. He like stretches for like two hours every day. He really (laughs) takes care of himself. He invests a lot in his body. So he wasn't the only goat, though. Messi uh, also got his 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 international championship, his international title, long awaited, Uh, very long awaited. He was 0 for 9 previously. Uh, Whether it was World Cup or uh, Copa America, it was a great game. Brazil versus Argentina. Uh, Argentina won nothing. Di Maria scored that. Great goal, yeah, and, yeah. and like Phil said, we were talking earlier. Very chippy match, which I personally favored. Uh, I like to see a little bit, a little bit rougher, uh, rougher sport. There with soccer; it's more fun, and uh, and he finally got it, man. So I, I don't, I really don't know more anymore if it's Messi or Ronaldo that's the goat because they both have their
0: one international title. But uh, it it was a great week for goats. It would have been an all timer if he had iced at the game with that 90th minute when yeah, he just when he looked slipped. like he lost, oh, he lost yeah. control of the ball. I couldn't believe that would have been the first clip on his highlights forever. Cause I, the uh, celebration would have been amazing. It would have been up to nothing, but look, I looked like he just slipped or yeah, he was he trying to do too much. And, and,
3: and I think he was trying to do too much, man. You're messy. Just put that ball away. But, uh, when he missed that, there was still about two minutes left in the game. I was like, Brazil counters here, and they scored. Ooh, Dude, holy wow. shit. You're getting chastised. Like, yeah. Argentina's going to be pissed because yeah. they're mm-hmm. some of the biggest soccer fans in the world. And a, a quick fact here, too. They haven't won an international competition since the, like the 90s. So they basically, for 30 years, didn't win anything. Copa America, World Cup, nothing. So they the finally phone. get their success here.
1: Yeah.
0: Good for Argentina. Yep. I'll take some winners here. My first winner, and I hope I'm saying this right. Victor Wenbanyama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who weren't aware, aware. this is a French basketball player. He's 7'2", 209. 209.
1: He looks Seven like nine the wingspan? Yeah, he
0: looks like the wacky inflatable, whatever yeah. the yeah. thing is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, runs the floor, dribbles, shoots. It was like mesmerizing highlights. I've never seen anything like this. He's actually born in 2004. Yeah. He's 17 wow. years old. Yep. Wow. Uh, Jonathan Gavoni, who runs Draft Express, said he's yep. the best prospect he's ever seen. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. His yeah. highlights were all over Twitter U19 World Cup was this weekend. He was playing for France, drafted 22, 8, and 8. One of those eight was blocks yep. in the gold medal oh game. Oh, my yeah. God. I don't yeah. think i ever seen anything like this guy. So I can't wait to see him in the NBA. He will most likely be the number one pick in 2023. Him and Chet Holmgren, hey. Yeah, the he, same class. Is Chet supposed to go.
3: Chet will go first next year. Before next year, okay. Yeah. They, they both look like tall, skinny guys. Yeah. So yeah. They should add some but, muscle, but.
2: When Bayana look makes Chet look tiny, he makes him wow. look like really Wow. When real small. is amazing. He's, wow. It's like just a just a gangle, just a, a arms and legs just flying it, flying just, every just craziness. Adult Groot. Yeah, yeah, from the Avengers. <laughs> and they have <laughs> this stupid FIBA rule where it's like you're allowed to touch the ball when it's on the cylinder, kind of. Yeah, oh, okay. you can and pull so it you off. Just, just use this. Oh, man. Go-go gadget, extendo arms, wow. just grabbing it off the rim. Yeah. Wow. Got to Some acclimate people. to those FIBA rules. Eh? Yeah. Sorry,
3: does he play center? I think he I plays know. forward. Forward. For wow, so sure. Kevin Durant. He, yeah, he's type got the action. dribble. He's got he has a handle, hey? Oh, okay. And he's got that shot. 17.
0: Yeah, wow. he's seventeen. He's amazing, fun, yeah. but he's got to put on weight. Holy cow! There's yeah, that no
2: look scary. I feel like if he ever cut himself, he'd like bleed out. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if he, like if, it depends on how he plays. Like Chet Holmgren is super skinny, and so is KD. Like maybe put on a bit of weight, but he doesn't need to be big. Like he could be, he could yeah. be successful at the weight he's at right now. Yeah. It's for just, sure, he's that yeah, good. True, true. Just insurance on the body. Yeah. I feel yeah. like.
0: And my second winner is Joe Thornton. What a weekend <laughs> for Jumbo! Yeah, he was at the UFC fight with Bieber and Austin Matthews great card like we mentioned probably had fun i'd love to be there yeah so he probably had a great time for that and then second of all this one slipped under the radar he was on kendall jenner's instagram story no way no way jumbo joe on kendall jenner's (laughs) that's big what a man so one of my favorite athletes of all time he's probably going to hang him up because he doesn't look like he's exactly built for the uh Modern game anymore here, <laughs> but I have to give the guy a shout out because he's. Beat. I'm a day one fan. Like I came out the womb with Joe Thornton yeah. guy. So shout out to Jumbo. having a great weekend.
3: There was there was a lot of cool celebrities at the UFC. That yeah. was one more thing I forgot to point out because like you just look at like the fans. It's it's just all A list celebrities. It was yeah. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. You had Trump. the Nelk Boys. Trump was there, and then you had Baker Mayfield sitting next to Chuck Liddell. So I'd love to figure out how that happened. Man was but, uh, uh, Chappelle uh, that was cool. looking like a baller. Chappelle, yeah, yeah, they all look cool so
2: yeah no it was a who's who that's great that's good so for my uh, winners and losers first of all for my winner first of all I have uh, billionaires so I don't know if you guys saw this finally all over the news (laughs) 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 yeah it's been a hard 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 year for billionaires really tough but it's good to see him winning I Mm -hmm. feel the I'm sure you guys saw it but uh, Richard Branson who's the I think the CEO of Virgin Galactic went out to he flew a rocket to space right yeah so let's go wasn't really like to do anything, is just to kind of see it. He wanted to get a new perspective on the world and get a new appreciation for, for Earth. Yeah. yeah. So You got bored of Earth. Yeah, you got a bit yeah. bored too much money where he was like, I don't yeah. know what I want to do anymore exactly is i have everything i need i have all this money left over let's go to space yeah Yeah. can i see
0: my house from space yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that type of beat
2: yeah and uh let's not forget it was a billionaire space race so he was racing against jeff bezos who's also flying to space with his brother yeah christ
0: how did i miss this (laughs) yeah Yeah. i actually i read something to also add to the billionaire category don't know if you have this but Mm -hmm. i read about nba owners and how they basically can avoid all taxes and write off everything is deductible for their Mm -hmm. income because they can counted as like wow their nba team or whatever wow
1: it's
2: the way Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to get into there it's nuts but so yeah jeff bezos hasn't had his flight yet but it will be soon so he lost the space race tough i know it's (laughs) that was another sporting event (laughs) yeah another event holy tough to be jeff bezos right now (laughs) oh thoughts and prayers (laughs) yeah thoughts and prayers but uh yeah he says it's a childhood dream to fly to space him and him and his brother and i'm sure it will happen so uh let's we're rooting for Jeff Bezos here. Way to go. We get a Yeah. And then my other winner is Max Muncie's Plural. So Break it down. So Max Muncie, as uh, some of our baseball fans and that are listening know, is a first baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, he's quite good. I think he's uh, starting for the All-Star team this year. He's having mistaken. like a career year. Yeah, yeah, he's having a great year. He was actually drafted by the Oakland A's and made his way to the Dodgers later in his career. Um, but yeah this so for those of you guys who don't know today was the MLB draft
0: okay so that's one Max Muncy yeah that's
2: one Max Muncy put him over there yeah Max Muncy all-star Dodgers player draft with the with the uh, A's right MLB draft was today they put it right in the middle of the NBA game or uh, towards the you know a little bit before but overlapping good planning yeah Yeah. interesting planning there for sure um and the Oakland A's selected Max Muncy so different Max Muncy if it ain't broke, yeah. So for those of you keeping track, like we said, a little
3: math, if we have one Max Muncy on the Dodgers and we have a Max Muncy that was drafted today, that makes
2: two. Yeah, Yeah. but it gets more interesting because this Max Muncy drafted by the A's, same team if we're keeping up. Yeah. And same birthday. Wow. I know. I didn't know that. I (laughs) I didn't know that.
0: Absolutely crazy. So this guy's just a mirror image. Do you think when they stand next to each other, they do the thing with their hands? They do the circle with their hands, wave it around, I'm see sure. if they match?
3: Yeah, they have to. So he's going Which to the Dodgers close. in like a couple of years. Yeah. yeah okay. Print the jerseys. Yeah, yeah, just might as well. Yeah. yeah. I think they're already printed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they literally are. You're right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. Those are some good winners there. Yeah. You hate to go negative, but I mean, what, what we we do what we got to do over <laughs> here, right? Losers. Alex, what did yeah. find?
3: So uh, I'll segue here since you boys were talking about billionaires. Uh, there was another billionaire in attendance at the UFC event. And uh, he's the owner of my football team, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> mm. And everyone was dressing real nice. Everyone had a dandy suit on or were wearing cool stuff. And this clown shows up in, like, a, just a blue shirt that you go to work to. And, boy, was that thing, cr- like, just not ironed. And, and it, it just looked terrible. Like, it was all crinkled <laughs> up and...
0: Go for it, Phil. You gotta learn the importance of the ironing board because the ironing board is the one of the most essential elements in your closet, especially if you're a billionaire. You can't be showing up wrinkled. You already got people gunning for you. You gotta be able to get the you know, sometimes you put the wet towel on there. You yeah. get the steam going. Steam it. Shh. Yes. Shh. Iron that out, Mark. Yeah.
3: Man, there, there's just get an ironing person for all your ironing needs. But I mean, even that, man, you could have thrown it. There's so many hacks. You could have thrown it with some ice cubes in the in the dryer. There's so many ways I've seen on, on Twitter and stuff how to how to just iron it. Quick times. Looks like someone sat on it all day. Yeah. I he think was, he might have been that. I think that was <laughs> those were his pajamas for the day. <laughs> he probably got ready way too early for the event. He's like, I'm gonna go nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just napped and I'm so rolled out
0: of bed, went right to the T Mobile.
3: <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. So that was a tough look. And then Addison Ray. Yeah. Now I
0: actually feel bad for you You introduced the thing, but
3: I actually okay. feel some so, sympathy here. Uh it was UFC two sixty four, like we said, uh over the weekend, and Addison Ray tweeted uh she basically tweeted that she had to go to college for three months just to get a uh because like a sports interview gig. Yeah, or broadcast, broadcast journalism. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she
0: dropped out because she became like world famous.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then
3: a lot of people that work in journalism and specifically sports journalism took that to heart. Um I think it was a little bit little bit condescending. Um, her 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 tweet. A lot she could have phrased that better. She could have phrased that a little better. Uh she could have at least apologized. She didn't even apologize. You're this world star. I mean, I don't know. You're taking a gig away from someone that might actually need it, someone that might be in college debt, someone that's been working for years just just to get a gig like that, and then you're kind of making it seem like, like, it's,
0: it's the it's, easiest thing yeah. to get in the world. Like, it's all for naught, because, like, I'm famous, or i a just joke. Do your job. Well,
3: well yeah. I'm yeah. for naught. Like, she could have said, like, oh, I've been, like, it's been great to have, but she, like, the fact she had to put three months, like, come on, like, that is, that is you know, yeah. kind of yeah. disrespectful. So, I, I thought, and, and she got flamed on Twitter. Yeah, like there she was, actually,
0: she got removed from the card. They yeah, she, yeah, yeah, they
3: just took her out completely, and, yeah, that was not a good look for her, so she's the loser for me.
0: Yeah, I... I don't know. Like, I think that's just part of life. Like, you're famous, you get to do the sideline. Like, it's like she has some interest in doing it clearly. So, I, I have no problem with it. Like, if she, like, it's just part of life. She's famous. She, I don't. She can get to do that if she wants to do that. But for people who are like, oh, she's taking away jobs from other people, it's like, that's just part of life, man. You got to get used to it. And, like, wh- who else is going to host that job? I guarantee you it's someone very similar to her no, who's a famous woman. I know. I, 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 I don't.
3: So, what? I. There's
2: Hold on. Okay, okay. This is Uh-oh. ridiculous because they had another lady there. Have you ever seen her before? She you ever seen her on TikTok? you ever seen her on your phone? I'm just saying
0: it's not like it's like a freaking so, like, huge deal that Addison Rae is doing this. My I, I, my
3: bigger issue isn't the fact that, you know, she's a famous person, whatever. They want to be like, I mean, kids probably would have bought UFC and paid $60 just to watch Addison Rae interview people. So am like, sure, not that's why they did what it. Doing. Yeah. That's why they did it. But I have an issue with the tweet. She could have rephrased yeah, that's it better. What I'm saying, yeah. don't, okay. and, and at the end of the day, just just don't tweet. Just it's stupid. Like I actually had a problem with her tweet. I did just too. delete it. She, I don't even think she ended up deleting it. She didn't it's apologize for anything. It's still up. That just goes to show you that she, I don't know. It looks like she has a big ego if she doesn't even want to take that I'm shit saying. down. That's what I'm saying. She yeah. feels like she's very entitled. That she can get these this whenever she wants so i i had a problem with it in that sense yeah sure
2: that's my take on it too is i think i agree with phil like it's part of life and i think everybody's kind of on the same page we know that if you're famous or if you're like an influencer or if you have clout you're going to get opportunities just by nature of that regardless of the qualifications you might have but i agree with like alex my my thing is like you have to kind of recognize that I mean, you just got handed this. Even it's not like you did anything legitimate to even get famous exactly. in the first place. You're pretty, exactly. so it's like you It'd be different if you like cured cancer and you got famous over that, and now you're calling out UFC. Get, you know, know, she's like Kardashian famous. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's yeah, and it's just so condescending. It's so condescending, in my opinion. Uh, like, it, even if she knew a little bit about fighting and she was famous, but she, she's damaged. Maybe she does, but like. It, She's demonstrated no interest or knowledge. Maybe she has interest in calling it, but she has no interest in fighting or anything like that as far as we know. So it's just it's so of.
0: I agree with you on. Let's go. I'm Thank with you, you there. Bro. My losers. Speaking of journalists, I got Stephen A. Smith in my losers category. Now, I love Stephen A. Smith. Pretty. Much. I, I don't want to say as much to the next guy. I love him more than the next guy. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. But this man is getting worked to the death, bro. He's going to just <laughs> drop dead someday. First of all, Thursday... Phoenix. He's in Thursday. Oh, sorry. He's in Phoenix on Thursday for the finals. What's he doing on Friday? Flying to Vegas all day. Friday, Saturday in Vegas covering the UFC. What do they have him doing on Sunday morning? He's on the private plane to Milwaukee. Guys, let's get this man a day off, bro. <laughs> this guy doesn't need to be back-to-back party nights in Vegas yeah. and then on the plane to Milwaukee, Wisconsin to cover the finals. Like, can you just get the guy a day off? Send Will Bond, guys. Come on. What are you doing? But I will say. He's looking great. Yep. He was absolutely dressed to the nines. I saw his yeah. little Instagram video. He said, don't hate, take notes. So shout out so, Stephen A. So Even Phil, you're he
3: was actually a sneaky winner for me. I decided not to end up putting him in the winner's category just by the fact that he makes $12 million a year.
0: <laughs> I'd hope so. They're working
3: him to death. Holy, <laughs> totally. That's probably how much minimum Connor, wage how for much the hours Connor, he's working. How much does Connor McDavid work, uh, make? $12 and a half. Okay, Ooh. edges him out, but yeah. still.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of money. I was surprised. I didn't know he'd make that much. I mean, literally, it's minimum wage for the hours that he works, <laughs> I'm telling you. And my second loser here is the Espies. The oh, Espies were on Saturday night. I'm sure you watched none of it because yeah. nobody did. You were watching the Copas. Argentina and Brazil or you're watching and then you were turning it over to the UFC right after there's no chance anybody was watching the ESPYs usually a big ticket event usually it's like the only thing on they do it right in the all-star break so you have no choice but to watch it Nobody was watching that this year no. I didn't even see any jokes from it I saw nothing do so they do jokes at it yeah the 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 guy who was in all the memes with the small mouth who's in like the i don't know whatever the guy hosted it his name's anthony he hosted anthony mackey anthony oh, Mackie. He's, uh, yeah he's yeah. from the avengers yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he hosted and uh small mouth, <laughs> small mouth. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, that's just how i know <laughs> that's all good uh-huh. and uh yeah so the ESPYs is the loser this week nobody no, wow. nobody's watching that uh, and i used to watch it as a kid i used yes. to tape it and like watch it back and i remember <laughs> yeah. one year i was away and i was pissed that i was missing it like Nobody's watching that
2: this no year. No way you really watch the ESPYs. Like I was 12. Okay. No, I, no, I'm with
3: Phil. I used to watch that too. Wow. I thought it was like the coolest thing. I was, I was, dude, it, it's basically the Oscars of sports. Like it's, yeah, it's kind of sick. Yeah, But uh, like like you said, I kept seeing on my Twitter like, oh, this person won for this. This person won for this. I was not interested at all. And they also yeah. gave best
0: NHL player to Patrick Kane. Okay. So. Yeah, that's – you turn and it off right away. Best clean, breakthrough
2: athlete to LaMelo Ball for some reason. Oh Jesus. Yeah. It's not like he's been in the media for years. Yeah. Owen,
0: what you have for losers this week?
2: So my first loser this week. I know uh, you guys definitely saw it, but Team USA, what are you doing? You yep. can't be, you can't be losing to Nigeria. That's just for those of you who don't know, they had a big exhibition, like a tune-up game before. Big um, is generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was on. It was. You could watch the game on Twitch. Yeah. That's how big it was.
2: <laughs> but that being said, so it was a tune-up for the Olympics. That being said, they had their all-star lineup out there. I think like the starting lineup had like KD in it. It had like it was Dame. Lillard, Dame.
0: Lillard yeah. Beale, Tatum, Durant, yeah. bio.
2: Yeah. And uh Nigeria came out strong with Prestas Achua. Another guy on Gabe the key. Gabe Vincent. Gabe uh-huh.
0: Vincent. I think Chris Silva.
2: Another guy on the key. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember his name.
0: Hold and on, Mike we're missing the big guy. No, they had P- Mike P- Brown. Achua. Oh, he got him, dude. We Precious, were just we were Precious. just missing okay. Mike
2: Brown. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh they came out a little bit flat, lost the game. It happens but the worst of the night was Precious Achua, who i think played 0 combined minutes this year in the playoffs for the Heat as far as i know mm-hmm. may have come on in a couple garbage times so don't kill me in the uh, in the whatever in the in instagram the reviews, dm's and yeah. in their views but uh but yeah he posts this photo of him dunking on KD in the finals or in the not, not part of his finals but in this in this <laughs> game and he goes you're not that guy pal you're not that guy
0: i mean it was a heck of a block was, he, so yeah, he block met him KD. at the summit was, he did. That's going to be on the highlights for a while.
2: I'm sure he did. But, I mean, tone it down. Yeah, relax. Tone it down. It's KD. Talk to – why don't you do that in the NBA Finals or do that in the NBA Playoffs and then come talk to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you.
3: Yeah. And uh, can we just stop with the Durant, uh, my next – What's the thing that he like the meme? Oh, like, the the next chapter. The next chapter where he's like going to Nigeria. That's just such an old joke. Yeah, it's yeah, really not that the funny meme. anymore. It's yeah, like it just the stopped. picture
0: he did when he was going to the Warriors yeah. when he wrote that thing, and they always photoshopped the next logo on it. Yeah, it was like on it. Yeah, every time he loses. Every time he loses, it's on it. Like 2017, it was so funny. Like the Cubs won the World Series, and it was like my next chapter Cubs. <laughs> Everybody was laughing. Not so funny five years later. Yeah,
2: yeah it's it's getting old. And then my second loser for this week is Conor McGregor. So I have a little bit of a take here. I don't. Know. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. So Conor McGregor, arguably the most polarizing star in the history of the UFC. He's probably brought more eyes to the sport, more than anybody else, I would say, in the history of the sport. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say, as, as influential as he is, I think he is extremely overrated as far as his legacy and his career goes. And let me make the case to you guys. So obviously he lost yesterday. I don't, I don't know. We might talk about this a bit later. I think he would have lost regardless of the stoppage. I think they could have stopped it even before he got hurt. Yeah. So I think, you know, he, that was a fight he was not going to win. I agree. Um, and then I was looking back at his older fights, right, because he's had, a, he's had a decent career, right, in the eyes of many in the media. And I just want to say he is – the book on Conor McGregor is so out at this point. Like the the recipe is to beat him – is what we've, what we've seen from guys like Poirier and Khabib is take him to the ground, and he has no ability to, to grapple. His grappling is horrible. If you take him on the ground, you'll beat him. Um, Nate Diaz, I think, submitted him. So, I mean, he's lost by submission to Nate Diaz, to Khabib, and then yesterday he was absolutely gassed on the ground by Dustin Poirier. And if we look at the wins that he's had beyond you know the point where the guys have kind of figured him out, he has consistently gone down in weight. He's fought in fe- – so he's a natural 155, a natural uh, welterweight, I believe mm-hmm. that is. Okay. And he beat Aldo at featherweight, so that's 135. He lost 20 pounds. That's where you guys, if you ever look the up a photo of 13 him. 13 seconds. He looks like a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've seen that. And then he, bulked. he, he yeah. he's probably fought at one close to 150, 155 yeah. after get, you know, rehydrating. So he beat Aldo at 135, and then he's beaten a bunch of guys at 145 at lightweight. That's where he fought um, – I think he fought – Maybe Cerrone at 145. He fought a bunch of guys at right. lightweight. Mm-hmm. So I just think all when it's all said and done, I mean, McGregor, he's probably the GOAT as far as um, like Bring promotion to the sport. Yeah. yeah, and being good for UFC. But as far as his career accomplishments go, I think it's... People have been mentioning him in GOAT conversations. I don't ever want to hear that again. No. no. Never I, yeah. again.
0: And I, I obviously don't know as much about this sport as you do, or maybe even Alex does, but... I think that the only reason that people, people who call him the goat are silly, right? Uh He's got too uh, bad of a resume to ever call him that. But he was the first guy to bring real, like, personality to a mainstream level to the ufc to where it was and now it's on espn like that probably wouldn't happen without him he was certainly played a big role in legitimizing it so i understand why people want to protect him in that way but i mean at this point he's 32 he's probably shot and this is a guy who also came from nothing right like he didn't Mm -hmm. have anything when he started ufc and started fighting and now he's you know he's got a million so where's like the the fire would just disappear at some point for me right he's got a family too i mean I think it's probably over at this point. Yeah, but Poirier wants that rematch because at this point it's free money and it's free legacy yeah, boosting exactly. for him.
2: I honestly yeah. think there's something there because just I saw passion in Connor last night in the pre you know pre-fight and post-fight that I hadn't seen from him in the fight before. I haven't seen from him in a long time. I think he genuinely cares. I just think Poirier is a better fighter than he is at the end of the day, regardless of his you know McGregor's motivation at this point. I think Poirier. He dominated that first round outside of like the first few seconds when they were he trading did. strikes. Yeah. Once he hit him with those, um, with those, el- oh, you know, those elbows, elbows once yeah. they were on the ground, Gregor got a couple k- kicks from his back that landed that looked good. But other than that, I mean, I saw, I thought Herb Dean could have stopped that fight two or three times.
3: Poirier was pounding him so hard, and yeah. Poirier even said that, um, McGregor was putting his his fingers into his gloves and then pulling them down, which is illegal. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. if Herb Dean saw that or didn't. But yeah. uh, to your point about him being the goat in terms of like, I totally agree. Uh, in terms of like promotion and 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 bringing those eyes to, to, to UFC, because I think Dana White like owes his life to Conor McGregor. Like, really, does. he took the UFC to a whole nother level. He just just one of the most like he'll go down as one of the greatest superstars of all time. Like this guy like changed MMA. For forever i believe and i and i think we're gonna see a lot more people they probably won't be able to sell fights as well as mcgregor but but they'll do they'll do the recipe they'll they'll, they'll do the shit talking they'll yeah. they'll do the fake you know all that stuff so but like you said i don't know is 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 kabib maybe the goat i he, think he's is. never lost a match in his he's life never bled yeah he's never, never been cut oh jeez
2: i, don't I didn't even wild. know that probably never lost a round he's yeah I, in my he's opinion he's far and away the greatest and then maybe MMA. john jones because I know everyone loves him. Yeah, John Jones. I think you can make a case for I think Usman, you know, maybe given a couple more fights could make a case and same with um, Adesanya. Adesanya. But I would definitely I would definitely put um Khabib. I put obviously I for me Khabib is a goat. I don't even think there's anybody that's really yeah. particularly close. And but there's is, a couple guys there. This
0: is a sport that's obviously in its like Infancy. very young stages yeah. too, so it'd be interesting to see how it ages. But like you said, they needed that sort of wrestling persona to come over and yeah. legitimize it. Uh there's your weekend winners and losers. They're in the book. Yeah. Wonderful. What a weekend. Long, long weekend. NBA Finals. We watched Game 3. Uh, we obviously talked a lot about it on the last episode, so no need to go too big in depth. If you're looking for that, you can always go back. Not, not a lot's dated. Uh, we all expected the Bucks to win tonight. First Finals game in Milwaukee in about 50 years. It was a must win. A uh, little touch and go at the start there, and then they came out and really punched him in the mouth at the end of the first half. Uh, Giannis is the second player ever to do back to back 40 10 games in the NBA Finals, just him and Shaq. Uh, You know, I I think at this point, the recipe for Milwaukee was pretty much play the same game you played in game two, which was get to the rim. And, you know, they obviously had some unlucky breaks in game two. Obviously, that Holiday missed a lot of shots. Middleton was putrid in that game. And Phoenix just couldn't stop hitting threes. Phoenix set the franchise record for threes. They come out and they say, if two of those three things change, we have a very good chance to win this game, provided Giannis plays the same way he does. Giannis played the same way he did. He got to the rim and he was unstoppable. I think the conversation can be had. If he keeps this up and maybe wins the ring, I think you got to put him right there with KD and LeBron. He is at that level of unstoppable he's obviously at the peak of his powers right now but for me i never saw Shaq in his prime but i can imagine that this is what it's like because phoenix feels helpless whenever he's posting up and he's at the basket even if he misses he's catching it and he's putting it back up would you guys agree that he's got to be in that conversation for the best player in the league at this point
2: yeah yeah without a doubt just even with discounting all the numbers if any you pull any fan off the street any NBA fan, and you sit them down for the game tonight and tell them to watch Giannis, I think it's hard to come out with any other conclusion besides what you just said. Because, like you were saying, it's it got to the point where it was either a bucket or a foul every time down the floor. Every and, time down the floor. And he was making his free throws and tonight, which them. took him to a whole new level. Yeah, because when he hit, like, he would get easy post position. Like They had nobody that could really affect him in the post or that could stop him from just getting to the rim easily. And so what they just did was foul him and hope they miss his free throws and he hit them. So that was just nothing you can do there.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. If he ends up winning this, it'll be one of the most impressive titles actually, I think in a, in a while because mm-hmm. just, just given the way holiday and, and Middleton have played, he he's got no help. And, and to Phil's point, I was talking with him earlier. You look at, you look at Durant's teams in, in Oklahoma and golden state and the nets. And he, he's had all-star after all-star on his team. And you look at LeBron, he's had countless all-stars on his team too. And, and Giannis, I mean, I don't even know if you can make a case for for Holiday and Middleton to be. They're they're, they're all stars. They're not great players. They're not superstars. Yeah, they're and, and bench all stars. They're bench all stars, and like we've seen throughout these first couple, like these first three games, they haven't played great. And, and it's and it's been Giannis, forty points after forty points after forty points, and um and and just more about the series itself. Uh, like we said, I I, I don't think Milwaukee had to change too much. Middleton and Holiday still didn't have a good game. The only change was, like you said, uh, the Suns hit 23s in game two. And then I think they only hit about nine. I don't know if they added maybe one or two more. With, yeah. it, I checked about with about four minutes left, so I don't know if they added more. But they definitely didn't hit 23s. Nine. Yeah. And and Booker had an awful game. Awful game. He was like three Horrible. for 14, 15, points. something like that, 10 points. So that definitely changed. So if I'm the Bucks, I'm happy with the win. But I know I, I really need to improve because I know the Suns are going to come out guns blazing. Because I don't think Booker's going to play that bad again. And I think the Suns are going to be buzzing when they come out. So Giannis, do the same thing you've been doing, man. You finally figured it out. But but Holiday and Middleton
0: really need to step up their game. Yeah, good tonight from both of them. Holiday especially, I thought, was much better. Much, much, much better. It's obviously not hard considering how bad he was last game. Uh, The other thing I will say... I, I still think that Tucker is not really usable in this series, but Milwaukee is so shallow on the bench that they got no choice but to play him mm-hmm. because he's at least competent, and you know he's not going to make a ton of mistakes. But I was thinking towards last game at least that Lopez was sort of eased out of this series, but I actually think Lo- Lopez is pretty important at this point. I don't think he's as bad on defense. Obviously, Phoenix went into game one with let's attack him and let's get him, but I think since then Milwaukee's found a way to sort of hide him in there, and he's been pretty effective for them down on the block. So I, I'd i like to amend that, and I think Milwaukee's still in this series because I sort of like the way this is playing out for them. Like you said last episode, they've started series slow. To a lot of their series slow, they sort of need to amend it. And even I think in the past, they've lost pretty much every game one they've played with oh, the yeah. exception of two or three game ones. They yeah. sort of need to feel their way into the series, which, I mean, it's not really a bad thing. It's just the way the coaching staff is Set up. Yeah. So I I still think they're in this series. I still see this going long, and I like their chances more now than I did on Thursday night. would yeah. you Guys, agree with me there.
3: Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. I also agree with your uh, Lopez point here because after Lopez and and Giannis didn't really have too too many big bodies to put out there. So having a guy like that, uh, just a big body that can rebound, and and he got some easy layups today just from out muscling everybody and just being the taller guy on the floor. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a guy I think that can that can help you know, make a difference in the game. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I agree with you, Phil. I think, you know, he was more productive, but like really realistically, I think when you can get that kind of better output from Holiday and Middleton and, you know, the bulk of your touches are still going to Giannis, you're going to, you're going to win. Yeah. The rest is exactly. irrelevant at that yeah, point. Exactly. And Drew Holiday played excellent. Chris Middleton played quite well.
0: And Giannis and was the best player on the floor. Yeah, exactly. That's how it is. Yeah. So, like you said, Booker, game four, we expect much better. Yep. I'd say even the same for CP3. He was not exactly noticeable tonight. The good thing for Phoenix was the role players didn't go away tonight. They were no. hitting shots. Crowder. Yeah, Crowder and Johnson both played really well, but who knows how that'll transfer to game four, right? Like, yeah. this is, you don't want to be counting on those exactly. guys as the guys to yeah. really rely Aiton,
3: on. Ayton had 18 points and nine rebounds. At, uh, not only did he have 18 points, but it
0: was a very effective 18 points. Yeah, he missed, like, two half. shots. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know. He's an interesting guy in this series, too, because I know he's really the body they have to use to guard Giannis. But, I mean, Giannis is getting to the rim at will, whoever yeah. you put on him. So, you're using your fouls there. Like, and they need him on offense, right? So, this is going to be a very interesting game for him. I'm... I'm I really like this series. I think it's going to be deep. And I think, you know, now obviously <laughs> nothing else is going on. So this is all we have to watch. So <laughs> yeah. at least it's good. And at least we're going to enjoy it. I know that. Euro 2020. It was the final today. Owen put his voodoo magic jinx on England. And I'm not forgiving him for it. Good soccer magic. It's good match of soccer there. Look at that. A little, little, little lingo. Uh, super intense. It's obviously Italy won the game 2-1. PKs felt like the big swing in PKs was Rashford hitting the post after Bonucci scored. That really felt like it was the big swing there. Uh, Alex, you're not a fan of Southgate. I know that, but uh, I'm with you. I'm not a soccer expert, but Sterling doesn't take PKs for Man City. I know that Sterling should shoot instead of Saka, who is not playing well. Soccer's my guy too. Like he's a gunner, he's a cannon. So go Arsenal. I'm excited to get him back and I know he'll be good, but I wouldn't have put him in that situation. I wouldn't have done it with uh, Sancho and I wouldn't have done it with Rashford either. I thought that was very strange.
3: Okay. So, I'm not the biggest soccer expert here, but uh, I have watched enough where I think I know what I'm talking about. So, the the my my big issue with Southgate here is that and generally how England played is you can you can't start the match off better. You score in the second minute, you're playing out Wembley, dude. Like, crowds crowds like wild, great momentum. And 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 after that, they just I mean, Italy dominated possession after that. I feel like Italy was having more chances. They had more 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 counterattacks, controlling just the tempo of the game and everything. It was the same case in the first and second half. And I and then and then it just went to extra time and and, and eventually to penalties. Now my problem with Southgate is that you can't have someone sitting on the bench for 2 hours and then expect them to kick a ball just once. They had no feel for the game, no you. touch for the ball, no it's a totally different uh feeling when you're on the bench versus when you're in the game. It's just a different atmosphere. And my my main my main issue is I think Sancho and Rashford's an unbelievable penalty kick taker like for Manchester United he's their guy and he scores a bunch of penalties
0: but he hasn't kicked a ball all tournament He ha- exactly he hasn't kicked
3: a ball all tournament now how can you change that you can change that by after the 90 minutes you probably put Sancho in and, and you put Rashford in and you let them get a feel for the game you put him in even with 15 minutes left before penalties let him get a feel for the game like you said haven't touched a ball all tournament and then you put him in with 30 seconds left, you sub out Henderson and whoever the else, and they took out Mount too, and you expect him to kick a ball. That's just, it's it's not how it works, and I think he, he really messed it up. I don't think taking, uh, I don't think putting in Sancho or Rashford ten minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour before penalty kicks would have hurt them. I really don't. And it was, it was mind-boggling. I think it was a terrible mistake.
0: I'm with you there. And obviously, I'm not a soccer expert either. I'm pretty new to the sport. But England has been happy to play with the lead the whole tournament. They conceded one goal prior to this game. So what do they like to do when they get the lead? Is play their game. It's defensive. It's from the back. So when England scores in the second minute, they're comfortable playing from behind. But Italy is like okay we'll just play you guys are going to park the bus and we're going to come through and then eventually they just realized okay this is how we get through and they dominated the chances the entire second half and the entire extra time extra time obviously was a little more even but yeah i think that it was a mistake in that they sort of went right to that style and italy had a chance to uh, counter uh, or adjust to it yeah again not a soccer expert but i want to defend my boy soccer real quick because obviously he's an arsenal guy doesn't take pks for arsenal he's 19 years old i don't know what you're doing putting him out there it's one thing if he had a great game he clearly was not having a great game he was struggling he was kind of the weak link in the second half since he came on i wouldn't have trotted him out there. horse collared by chiellini yeah that was his best oh, play of the holy. day too
3: Ugh. And um, uh, yeah, and I forgot to mention that too. I have no problem with Saka taking the first, second, third, or fourth penalty kick. But if you're gonna put a 19-year-old with the whole entire nation, like just expecting you to win this, and you t- make him take the fifth penalty kick, dude, that's illegal, man. Southgate, that kid had so much pressure on him, and I wasn't surprised that he missed. And 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 just quick on the subs too. I think Italy made way more subs earlier than England, and I think their subs had a much greater impact on the game because you eventually get a feel for the game. You know what's going
0: on. You get a feel for the plays, the ball, and and, and it definitely impacted the game. I'm with you, and I would have shot Sean Sterling too, but... Again, I'm I'm no soccer pro. So if what I said was incoherent, fine. You can tell me that. Just come leave it in a five star review. Owen, you were literally the least soccer fan I know. Did you watch any of the game? Did you like it?
2: I did. I watched the end of regulation and then the extra time and then the pens.
0: Look at that. That's a true fan right
2: there. So I saw that's the call me in the seventh
0: inning.
3: Yeah, fan so I right
2: saw there. it neither of the goals, but I did see the pens. And that's the awesome. most
3: that's the good. most important part. Yeah, it was, it was good. Like you can't miss pens. Like no matter how yeah. big or, or or if you don't know anything about soccer, you you can't miss pens. Yeah, yeah,
2: I don't get it. So you guys are like soccer more know more about soccer than I do. How do you miss the net in a penalty kick? Like you're basically half the time. I feel like you're just shooting against an empty net because the goalie just guesses.
0: It's just the pressure.
2: It's just the pressure. So basically, how I kind of pictured the net's this huge.
3: Right. Okay, the net's huge, but the goalies are, are pretty good too. I, yeah. I, I think from the TV, you, you think the penalty spot's really close. I, th- I think it's a little more far back than we think. And, and the, these goalies are, are, are world-class. Oh They're gosh. a lot taller and longer than we think they are, and they yeah. just really need to make a quick jump and, and, and get to the ball. Um, But how I compared this was essentially, Owen, it's NBA Finals, Game 7, and you're shooting free throws to win the game. And you take a guy that hasn't played... Forty-eight minutes he hasn't played a, a minute in, of the game, and you put him in to take the free throws. Like, say it's a technical or something. Is he has Sancho no f- or which one? Yeah, Sancho, Sancho Rashford, Rashford were the guys, and basically, basically took him off the bench and like kicked the ball.
2: Rashford isn't he supposed to be like a penalty kick like specialist type?
3: Well, they yeah. are, but I think even if you took, uh, I mean, even Steph Curry, if he didn't play the whole entire game, it, it might be hard for him to because he has no feel for the ball, he has no feel right. for the game. So you just of, dropping him in in the pressure. you just dropping situation.
0: him in in yeah. the pressure. So
2: yeah, I get it. I get it.
0: I like soccer. I'm very excited for the Prem this year. Again, this is the first year I'm really gonna be into it. I kind of joined halfway last year. Loved the Euros. I'm excited. This go is Gunners. music
3: to my ears. I'm I'm very big on on Phil being a soccer guy, so I'm definitely Gunners looking baby. forward to texting you in uh, early August yep. when the season starts.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll be giving you five minutes here and there on Let's soccer. Go. yeah, Obama Yang Gang. Let's yeah. get it. What are we watching this week, fellas? So I can lead this one off because, you know, you know, what we like to do. We like to preview you for the week ahead before we talk to you on Thursday. We give you some stuff we're going to be watching. Maybe you want to watch it with us, whatever. Now, I would usually be watching the Jays or the Mets. Uh, no baseball until Friday. The All-Star game and the Home Run Derby are basically skips for me every year. Yep. Euro's over. Uh, there's one NBA game on Wednesday before we talk again on Thursday. Hockey's over. This is the dead zone. We are in the dead zone. Tomorrow night is going to be absolutely terrible. Uh, in fact, on Thursday night, there is one MLB game, the Red Sox and the Yankees, oh, no. and nothing else across the sports. That's it. So I'm just going to stare at a wall, and I'm going to watch the NBA Finals on Wednesday, and that's all I got.
2: Yeah. What, what, what can you watch?
0: Yeah, see, this is where we are now. This is a sad state. So, for- so this is the real test now of our podcast. So this
3: next month and a half, until football starts, yeah, we were able Real to go test. like
0: we're probably going to go like an hour twenty five today. Yeah. Next episode might like be half like an hour, fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So we'll talk about the NFL and then we'll just leave.
3: Phil, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm probably just going to watch the NBA finals. Like you said, the All Star game is a freaking joke for me for baseball.
0: It's, it's yeah. pretty boring. You I don't know really what the like worst it. part of the All Star game is. When they take the reliever out after one batter and then you go to another commercial because oh, you want to oh, get all the guys in the game. Goodness. It is unwatchable. You can watch the first couple innings, but by the end, holy Christ, man, you're at like a five-hour game. Yeah, I yeah. can't be doing that to no, myself, no. so but that's a no.
3: The only thing I'm going to be looking forward to is I know the expansion draft is is, is soon here. Uh, I'm thinking like maybe 10 days free agency for both yeah, NHL, NHL expansion and, and yeah and NBA uh drafts for nba I'm, I'm i'm expecting a lot of trades to start uh coming up here so that's something i'm looking forward to but yeah in terms of watching just the uh, nba finals and maybe uh maybe some netflix shows mm-hmm. yeah send some suggestions please we'll be uh needing them
2: yeah i i've uh i think i mentioned it a few weeks ago but i've been watching the show on amazon prime called invincible
0: oh yeah what's been happening oh lots of stuff spoilers. i'm going give us an update <laughs> yeah spoilers. so
2: i'm almost through the first season, there's only I think one season. um I'm on the finale; you might watch it probably tomorrow. But it's good. So he's got his powers, right? That yeah. happened in, like the first episode, and he's just been like fighting all these. He's like super villains. Okay. And his dad, like I'm not trying to spoil too much, but he like killed a bunch of people. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mister Omni Man, who's like the protector of Earth, and it's building up to like a climax where the the government's like trying to kill Omni because he's like. Rogue, mm-hmm. and then he hasn't, like, Omni Man hasn't talked to the main character, Invincible. He hasn't told him yet, like, the situation, but it's building to, like, a final conflict. So, it's, okay. It's that, pretty intense.
0: That's exciting stuff.
2: Yeah. And then I was thinking, once I'm done that, I was, uh, I think, uh, I think, Alex, you mentioned Night Stalker. I think I was going to ch- check that one. Yeah, that's wow. not
3: bad. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was pretty scared. Yeah. I have to be honest. I, uh, I think
0: there's a better one. Let me do some research and I'll get you a better really? one. Really? Okay, I watch yeah, all yeah, these get shows. so. Uh, I'll I'll throw it in next week. Hot take of the week. We've made it the uh, the the most popular segment. I would say we scavenge the internet, we find the most flammable takes on planet Earth, and we bring them to your ears. Does anyone want to take the
2: lead this week? I'll take the lead because it minds it gets relevant to what we were just talking about. I love it. So Euro final was today, as we've mentioned, and this guy Trey on Twitter had okay. this take here. He said, w- right as they were going to the pens, he said, go into penalties and brings on two United players. Southgate saving the best for last. So
0: That is a tough take.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Surprised that. Has he deleted that since? Nope. But nice. I'm looking at it right now. That's nope. okay. I bet that,
0: a bet that ratio is pretty high, eh?
2: Yeah. He's got almost 2,500 quote tweets. Oh, a couple mm-hmm. death threats in there. Yeah. Yep, that is tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tough to be him right now. Yeah, he's yeah. going through it. That's he's when you just
0: throw your phone in the river and just forget about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's going through it. Um, safe to say, Southgate was not saving the best for last. Yeah. He was not. He was not.
0: Nope. He was saving them the biggest disappointment.
3: We don't past. know what he was <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. doing.
0: Like. Uh, that was as as we said that was oh, a mistake. Quick,
3: quick side note. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh Go ahead. Tom Cruise. I noticed this He was at Wimbledon mm-hmm. was Whenever I can't even Calculate what time Wimbledon started at. He was there from Start to finish Yeah who knows on London So not. I'm like wow That was sick He came to watch Wimbledon watched, Came to watch Djokovic And I turn on the Euros Bang like, guess who he's sitting With David Beckham Tom Cruise and David what? Beckham And not only that He Freaking was there for the Euros. first
0: goal Which was in the first Two minutes of the game So he was there From the jump
3: yeah, he probably he, did some Mission Impossible stuff. That's what I was what going to I'm thinking. thinking. He like jumped, jumped off of the airplane and, and uh-huh.
0: skydived into the arena. Yeah,
3: we were both Wembley. rushing
0: to get that joke out. <laughs> <laughs> we were running to run into that one.
2: Yeah, and just last point on this one, I am so like my knowledge about soccer is so little that when I read Southgate, I thought that was like a prem team. I was like, Southgate. That sounds like a city in England. Yeah, Southgate FC. Yeah,
3: it certainly (laughs) does. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you support? I support Southgate FC. Yeah. Yeah. Capital City Football (laughs) Club. Yeah. 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 Big rivalry.
0: Absolutely. What you got, Alex?
3: All right. So uh, it wasn't just one person. Um, I'm actually lumping a whole group of people together. Okay. Maybe even a nation together. Holy Uh, cow. It was a very hot take. It was, it's coming home. Phil,
0: you're staring at me right
3: now. (laughs) You're wearing an England jersey right now? I'm going to make this short and sweet. It was tough. It was a tough take. Uh, England always chokes in the final. It's no surprise. Uh, Their head-to-head with Italy before this was 5-1 to in all competitions. Now it's 6-1. Uh, so, uh, you know what? My, uh, my eyes actually hurt a lot from watching all the sports. I couldn't scavenge... Uh, Twitter for too many takes, so hand up on me. But this, no, this is the best I could find. It's yeah. it was tough. It was tough. Yeah, yeah, I was, it was searching a little tougher like out there, hour. given how many sports there were. But yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was so tough that I had to turn to Instagram. It actually yeah. comes from the comment section on Instagram, which is a dangerous place. I don't like to go to the comment section <laughs> yeah. on Instagram very often. But I saw West. a post on my Explore about uh, Jell O Ball maybe right. joining the Charlotte Hornets, which I'll eat a fork if he finds <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, but my man, he commented, "quote This is just next level." quote How he plays, I always said he could be a Clay Thompson 2.0. Oh, Jello, a catch and shot, catch and shot sniper, and he can put the ball on the floor and make a play. A team needs to give him a real chance. Horn- Hornets bring him on with Mel or with Melo. <sighs> he makes them a contender. So, shout out to my guy and uh, Joe. I found your burner. So, there you go. that's that's, that's a great take. That's a great take. <laughs>
3: Speaking of the Hornets, I saw I saw on uh, TikTok, I had no idea this happened. Um, uh, I think the Lakers were visiting the Hornets, and uh, LeBron was out for that game. And there was this guy called Nate Darling. He's actually Canadian. I think he played somewhere in, in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Actually, no, I think he played in the U.S., but he's, he's Canadian. Shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate, mm-hmm. friend of the show. <laughs> Probably. Probably. And uh, basically, LeBron was just on the bench, and they were running a a, a play out of bounds, and 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 the Hornets were were on offense, and uh, and and this darling guy was in the corner, so he was really close to LeBron, and LeBron's like shoot a three, shoot a three. So this guy comes around to the other side of the court. I think Rozier gives it to him. He comes off a screen, and uh, he shoots three, but he airballed it. That is oh, so so, tough. so.
0: I would just take my jersey off and check out
2: the game.
3: Yeah. So that's why like. like jello reminded me of that yeah Yeah, he's the type of guy that do that yeah
2: to be fair though to that guy in the instagram comments if he was if you if he was born in like 2017 or he was like a watch followed jello in 2017 just got locked in like a cryo chamber and just woke up now that was the way he was portrayed in 2017 that chino hills team it was like curry was like was was um was lonzo he was Mm -hmm. like the curry yeah he was like Curry with like a forty point, like a forty inch vertical. That was how he yeah. was being built because yeah. he's like a on ball life, yeah, yeah on his life. And then Jello was the like Clay Thompson. He was like big, light skinned guy, just shoots like threes, doesn't do really do anything else. And then I don't even know what Lamelo was. Maybe like Sean Livingston or something. Yeah, just but, like a spurt off the bench. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were like, wow, this team plays fast. Greatest high school team ever. It's the Warriors and. Yeah. uh didn't quite turn out like that. but And, yeah. and
3: I yeah. wanted to vomit every time I saw them three photoshopped in a Lakers
2: jersey. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I thought it was going to happen. I really did.
0: There we are. It's in the books. Episode 22. A long one, episode 22, but a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I love that. I love <laughs> that. So next week, which is Thursday, we're going to be back on Thursday. You're not going to want to miss this one. I don't want to say too much, but there's the first ever guest joining the show. Um, be big prepared. Deal. It is a big deal. This be is for our
3: podcast and for him and just
0: for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, he, this guy has some flammable takes. Like, hot take of the week might as well just be named after this yeah. guy. In fact, we actually might have to change the name. Yeah. So, we've got big stuff coming with him. He's going to come with a list of his top 10 NBA players. You're not going to want to miss that because I have a feeling LeBron's on the outside looking in. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Just a feeling Uh I have. And we're also going to do a draft. So the draft is making a return. We obviously did the summer. It feels like summer draft. And you're going to have to wait and see to see what this draft is like this coming Thursday. Bookmark it. Pencil it in your calendars. You know what? If you miss it and you check on Friday, it's probably going to be on the charts. So yeah. you can find it that way too. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. So 10 out of 10, episode 22. It's in the books. We'll be back for episode 23 on Thursday with a special guest in the back half of the show. Anything else to add, Phyllis?
2: Should be a good one. Should be a banger. You're not going to want to miss it. You sure. will not want to miss it, that it one. It will be a banger, yeah. like
3: guaranteed. First guest, it'll, it'll be absolutely
0: electric, so yeah. we can't wait. First Ballot Hall of Fame episode is coming yeah. up. Yeah, See you on the charts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, the charts Mm -hmm. see you guys then enjoy your week here and we'll be back on thursday